Hello, witches. This is Kara Kovacs, and this is Business Witch. As a third-generation witch, at least, and a business and life coach for mission-driven entrepreneurs and leaders, I teach you how to make money and magic as liberatory practices. Because when we know, seek, and embrace our full potential, we create a better world for everyone. Here you'll find tools, conversations, spells, and inspiration that take you from waiting to creating so you can build the business and life you're oh so worthy and capable of having. Let's go. Hello, beautiful friends. It's been a minute since we've had some solo time together. And it's also been maybe seven, eight, nine, ten takes of me trying to record this episode for you. And I have some really tactical tips for you in it as well. This episode is coming as a response to, well, pretty much how I do everything in my businesses. I take what people are coming to me with in my group programs and online and in my one-on-one containers. And I listen to my clients who I love and respect and want to help. Um, and then I make content that hopefully supports them. And the reason that this has been such a difficult episode to record, for it's really two reasons. The first is I want to make sure I stay within my scope of practice. And I'll talk about that in a second. But the second is I'm experiencing this with you all. So I also uh, am on the struggle bus with everybody else right now. And so to you know be a guide who is also learning and processing and um, experiencing grief is a complicated thing. However, I can't tell you how many of my clients are coming to sessions or group office hours like we have in my larger group program and saying things like, how do I even work right now? Like, how do I even sell anything or talk about anything? It feels so superfluous to try to sell stuff on Instagram in the midst of this global horrific issue that we are bombarded with at every turn. You know, if if you open your Instagram to post a promotional graphic and you're met with really sad and horrific images, um, no wonder you are having an internal anxiety processing, I don't even know what to call it. Like, no wonder it's difficult to know how to show up. And as I mentioned, I'm going through it with you, which is why I keep re-recording this because I keep being in judgment of the quality of how it's turning out. But part of the reason I think those of you who've been following me for a while or who choose to work with me or who have worked with me enjoy my content is because I always keep it real with you. And so when I was thinking about what is a a way within my scope of practice that I can be of service around this issue right now, I thought about other such times that things have been really incredibly difficult and what felt most congruent with my values, not only as a business owner, but as a human, about how I wanted to show up. And, 
you know, I think we're all sick of hearing these are unprecedented times because they they keep being unprecedented in new ways. But I, I say that because we can't compare, you know, what happened in 2020 to this in the sense that, like, they are completely different issues um, and they require completely different ways of relating to the people in our lives. And they're both horrible violence that is based in racism and settler colonization and, you know, just historically horrific atrocities in the ways that humans behave to each other. But beyond that, you might be processing this totally differently. And to call on what we did or maybe didn't learn in 2020 as a frame of reference for trying to do better this time, I think can be beneficial and then can also leave us grasping at threads because ultimately is a totally new situation. Um, same can be said for the pandemic. Same can be said for I've been thinking about the 2024 election cycle and how I want to use my platform as we approach that moment. <laughs> I hope you're all registered to vote. But yeah, I we've all been learning and unlearning collectively both how much we didn't know and how much we continue to not know. And that can make it feel really complicated to know how to be of most support and how to contribute to a conversation that affects positive change, not only in a way where you feel like you protect yourself, because I, I acknowledge that there are just so many people right now who are afraid of talking because they don't know how to hold the the reflections of people in their community who may not be in total agreement with them or even regulated enough to have a conversation where it's not volatile. And so I think people are really afraid of how to talk in this moment and talk to each other. I've even noticed that, you know, in my sessions of just like, how do I lean on my support person for this when I don't even know if we 100% share the same opinion. And I think one thing everybody listening to this can agree on and that we all know is that the taking of human life, no matter the religion, race, age, geographic location of that person is a horrible atrocity and horrible atrocities are being committed right now in a way that is not getting accurate media coverage and we all need to be incredibly discriminating about where we get our news sources. But anyway, before I get very deep into the issue, because it'll just cause me to delete the recording for the 12th time and start all over again, I, I want to, one, define my scope of practice and talk about how you can actually use that for yourselves as a really important way to think about how you might be able to be of service right now, and to really state the intention of this episode. So I always tell people to start with their scope of practice. I see a lot of practitioners who are really worried about potentially causing harm. And I think that that is a necessity, like <laughs> thinking about how you could potentially harm people by not being qualified enough or misusing some of the skills that you cultivate in order to have a job like this. Like that is a personal reflection 
point that every practitioner should be doing, like if you're not thinking about just the inherent power dynamic, even though I don't believe that coaching exists on a hierarchy, people are coming to you because they trust your expertise and they are making decisions based off of the advice that you give them. And there is a power dynamic inherent in that. And if you don't think about how to wield that responsibly, you are far more likely to hurt somebody. So I think it's a very valid question to be wondering about how you could potentially cause harm. How do you mitigate that? Well, you do trauma-informed training. I'm always talking about that. But also you stay within your scope of practice. So literally you could take out a piece of paper, you could draw a rectangle on it, and you could write the things that you feel qualified to coach on or uh, support people with inside of the rectangle and the things that you feel like you have some awareness of, but would it would kind of like perk your ears to maybe think about referring that person to an expert you write outside of the rectangle. And then maybe you make a separate list of things that you just know are not your wheelhouse. So for example, like I know that politics in the Middle East are not my wheelhouse despite having read and watched a lot of news, consumed a lot of media, and then like going and making sure that that media is news that I can trust and understanding where it comes from. Like I'm still not qualified to be, you know, having a podcast where I share my opinion about that because uh, it's not my zone of genius. It's not my area of expertise. However, when I see almost all of my clients and most of the people in my group program coming to me with a deep level of fear, anxiety, grappling with how to show up with their personal values in alignment with their messaging, feeling lack of motivation to be able to work at all. Like when I see that happening in my entire client basis and then also in my peer group and then also, you know, Uh, online when I'm talking to other coaches and other practitioners, I think what falls within my scope of practice is to think about how to help people find solace and guide people to, to align with their own values, which is the way that I think about coaching always. It's not like I tell you what to do. Sure, sometimes I tell you what to do when it's like, you're going to want to set up your email list and this is like the cadence that you send the number of emails out on or whatever. But in terms of like what you're going to offer, how you're going to sell it, like what it means to you and the root of that medicine, which always comes from inside of you and is your magic. And like, I can't create that. I can't fabricate that. Like it's yours. My job is to connect you to your own inner knowing, your own voice and especially in times of hardship, whether that be a global crisis or a personal one, helping people learn how to reconnect to their agency and find motivation when things are hard falls very much within my scope of practice. And because of that, I I wanted to record an episode. I mean, the second reason I wanted to, to record an episode about this is because Personally, it feels completely incongruent with my own values to really be talking about anything else right now. (laughs) Like it feels as if to not acknowledge this would go against everything that I believe as a business owner and a coach and as a person. And what I mean when I say that is the deeply personal nature of business. Like business is so 
personal, knowing where your money is going, whether you're paying for a cleaning product or a piece of clothing or something that you bought to use in your home or a practitioner, like knowing where that money is going is a, a really important way that you actually have a say in issues that many of us often feel disempowered to do anything about, that we feel in our smallness we can't have a huge impact. And it's like, if I know that I'm buying a product that is manufactured in a way that does not align with my ethics, like I would rather do the research to reallocate that money towards a company that aligns with my values. And the same is true and you actually have an even more direct capability to to think about that when you're hiring a practitioner. You know, I unfollowed somebody last week who made a statement about how they are pro-life. And my own personal feelings about being pro-choice aside, I just knew based on that post that I wouldn't want to purchase services from somebody who supports that stance and lives in a state where women have lost their right to choose. I want to pay coaches and healers who care about being vocal about injustice as part of the way in which they wield the resources that they earn. And I've always wanted that to be really clear to my audience. I think that for many of you, it's like one of the ways in which you might have found me. It's one of the reasons that you're here. And so to not create some kind of statement about it in my business felt really incongruent with my values, but how to do it in a way that was actually supportive to y'all and staying within my scope of practice was a huge fucking question. I cannot tell you how many how much research I did for this episode. That was ultimately completely irrelevant to what it is that we're talking about because I wanted to make sure that that if I were to add to the conversation that it, I was doing so in a way that meant something to the people who needed to hear what I had to say and also didn't step outside of the bounds of, of how I, I'm qualified to support people. So we're really going to scope this episode very, very strongly around like how to do your job right now if you are feeling very lost. And the first thing I want to say is like, Sometimes the best thing you can do for your business is take a day off. And that goes against everything we've been pro programmed to believe around productivity and our worth. It goes against so many of the ways in which I see this with my clients and myself all the time. We're like, God, I can't wait to finally relax. And then you go relax and you feel some kind of guilt as if you should be doing something quote unquote productive. Sometimes the most productive thing you can do in your business is take a day off or a week off. So for those of you who are like actively selling things right now, you may not have that luxury. For those of you who are, you know, in a, a pivotal moment in the business where you are building in your Q4 infrastructure, there are like things you need to get done before the end of the year. You may not have the luxury to take a week off. You can take a day off. You can take a morning off. Like go outside, put your feet on the ground, breathe deeply, and like be be mindful that like if you're having a hard time doing your job right now, that is normal. <laughs> like 85% of my clients have brought up that they are struggling with that. I too am struggling with that. So I think it's also really easy to feel guilty. Like 
what do I have to be struggling with that about? I am in a space where my physical th- safety is not threatened. And I I hear that as well. But you being in that headspace, even if it's in solidarity, is not helping the situation. And it is putting you into a, a further dysregulated state that then it makes it even more difficult for you to take some kind of positive action. Now, the other thing I want to say about this is likely for people in my audience, if you're a healer, if you're an activist, if you are a coach, your skills are really valuable in a time like this. There are ways that you can be supporting people in your local community, in your client basis, in your family that are so needed and that we actually really deeply need you and your skills when things are hard. And to close your eyes for a second and go inside the body, and I I guide this meditation on almost all of my live classes, to go into that space where you're connected to why you even wanted to have this business in the first place and connect to the version of you that channels those really beautiful gifts and supports people and ask that version of self if there is a way that they would like to be of service. Now, we don't have to turn that into a monetizing opportunity. Like this is not about capitalizing on the situation or like using how your skills could be of service right now to make money off of them. And total transparency, that may be the byproduct of it. Like oftentimes I find when I give without expecting anything, things come back to me even more so than when I'm I'm trying to give because I want something for them or I'm trying to sell. But that's not why we're doing this, right? It's like because you started this business, you started your sacred calling to support people to be of service. And this could be a time where you can actually really be a valuable service. You can host a meditation. Uh, you can use your platform to fundraise. You can disseminate petitions to your email lists. Like there are just ways that you can use what you've built and the platforms that you have to make meaningful change. And if that is what gets you to your computer to do the rest of the work that you need to do, I think that that, that's really honorable and commendable. And then if you maybe are working slightly less this week or next week, that's okay too. And I want to acknowledge, like, we're moving into another election year. Things are going to be stressful for a lot of us. For those of you who've been around for a while, like, your business survived a pandemic. You're a badass. Like, your business has survived what has been going on this recession for however many months. Your business has survived changes in the algorithm. Like it will survive you taking an afternoon off to regulate your nervous system so that you can actually be of service in a way that is supportive to your community. And then in terms of, you know, to, to speak out or to not speak out, to maintain just like being within my own scope of practice, like I'm not an activist or an educator. So like I'm not going to tell you the answer to that question. I'm going to say what I would say to a client if they were asking me that in a session. If you were to align with your values, what would you be saying? Not about like if you were trying to make more money or trying to prevent money from being lost, 
or trying to say the right thing or trying to attract the right clientele because honestly all of that is a byproduct of of living into your values like when you say what you believe the right people who are meant to work with you they come forward and the people that like probably wouldn't have been a good fit they fall away like that happens but really the the deeper point is like you already know what to do when you live into your values and that may be to not necessarily be vocal on social media, but be donating or be do- uh, downloading the app Five Calls, which will give you a list of your representatives and a script to stick to so that you can call and demand a ceasefire. You can be making sure that your news sources are verified and sharing those within your friend group. You can be sending petition links to your group chat, like there are ways that you can take action that don't involve being vocal about it. And if that feels more congruent for your values after interrogating why and maybe talking about that with somebody that you trust, like that's always the right answer. Whenever I'm coaching somebody, it's the thing that aligns most with your values is the right answer. And there's actually like an entire exercise for figuring out your values in Trudy LeBron's The Anti-Racist Business Book or in Brene Brown's Dare to Lead. So if you haven't given some thought to your values, particularly in a moment like this and moving into an election year and, you know, in Business Witch, the the first module in Business Witch is about picking your values and, and constructing businesses that are built on your values. And so that's why I recorded this episode because It was the thing that was most congruent with my values to do, even if, and I'm absolutely certain (laughs) I do it unperfectly because I can tell you like based on however many takes of this I've done at this point, every single one of them, including this one, was imperfect. But I wanted to offer you one, the normalizing perspective that if like you are fucking struggling right now. Yeah, so is everybody else I'm talking to. You are not alone. It's okay to take a day off. It's okay to think about what is the most authentic way for you to show up. And then it's okay to connect to that part inside of you that was meant to do this work in the first place and use it to be of service because honestly, we need you. We need your strength and your resilience and your desire to show up even when you are frozen And the thing about being frozen from a somatics perspective is often if we are so dysregulated that we are frozen, it is going to be really hard to have the best version of the conversation that we can have with somebody who has a difference of opinion than us or to enter into a space where we are feeling triggered. And so you want to go regulate first. You want to be paying attention to how the things that you are looking at right now are putting you into a state of fight, flight, or freeze and go and regulate so that you can continue to show up in a way that is as grounded as possible in circumstances that make it incredibly difficult to be grounded. So I'm thinking of you. I'm going to host a free meditation and grounding practice specifically for coaches and healers and business owners who are struggling to show up to work right now. I'm going to put that link in the show notes of this episode so that you can come. It's going to be next week. We're going to sit together. We're going to breathe. I'm not guiding a discussion about the nuances of what is going on right now. The point is not necessarily to 
be in protest or to take any kind of action. It's really designed to be a healing space where if you have been forgetting to take deep breaths, we're going to take some deep breaths together. And then I'm going to invite you to connect to the part of yourself that knows how you are best of service in this moment and to meditate with that part of self. So if you're interested in joining, again, the link to that is in the show notes. It's also going to be in my Instagram bio. And I look forward to serving you and to holding space for you because you deserve it. And I'm thinking about all of you and I'm praying for the people who are suffering right now. I am praying for as peaceful a resolution to what is seemingly an impossible situation to resolve. I'm praying that humanitarian aid gets to those in need in Gaza. And I'm praying for the ability to stay regulated enough within myself to have important conversations with people who may not necessarily see things the way that I do and and to be able to hold love for them that will hopefully help us meet in a space where we can see each other because that's what we need in a larger context if we're going to be able to move forward in our world, not just in what's going on in Israel and Gaza, but politically. So I love you guys. <laughs>